Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And what a privilege and an honor it is to be with you today and to be able to share the good news, the good news of this message of grace. You know, you and I are absolutely powerful sources for the kingdom of God, and we understand that we are the sons of God. We're not servants of God. We're sons of God. We're operating in sonship. And and I want you to understand something, that it is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So after the resurrection of Jesus, we're no longer servants, but we're sons. We're not stewards. Stewardship by an ownership. Stewardship by a servant. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2, and this kind of lights me up a little bit, "...have in these last days spoken unto us by His Son, whom He have appointed heir of all things, by whom also He made the worlds." How many of you know that, he, that, that, that the worlds were formed by the words of God? Now, we know that He's appointed Him. He spoke with prophets and all these people under the Old Covenant. But today He's speaking to us by His Son, which He appointed heirs of all things. Now, you've got to understand something. He's heirs. Jesus is heirs of all things according to Hebrews chapter 1. Now, how many of you know that we're joint heirs and we're heirs of all things? Because the Bible said in Romans 8 and 17, And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with Him, we also may be glorified together. Our stewardship came from His ownership. We are not employed by heaven to earth. We are deployed from heaven to earth. Our economy doesn't depend on earth for our resources. Gold is a common link between heaven and earth. Now look at Ephesians 1, 3, and 4. Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as He hath chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love." Now, I want you to understand something. According to He has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, God's truly got blessings and favor for our lives. He's made us joint heirs of Christ Jesus. Everything that Jesus has, you and I have. So we've got to understand that. Now, 1 Timothy 6 and 17 Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but trust in the living God, who has given us richly all things to enjoy. Now, how many of you know that God's given us all things to enjoy, but He doesn't want those things to have you? But He's given you all things to enjoy, and He wants you to to, to not become high-minded or trust in those things, but to trust you can have the, the money, but you've got to trust in the living God. Now, how do we do that? How do you separate the two? Well, let's think about it in a minute. What do you think about the most? His victory defines us, not our failures, guys. You're not supposed to be making a living. You're supposed to be receiving a living. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 10:22, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and it addeth no sorrow to it. You and I... 
He's made us rich. The blessing of the Lord will make us rich. It's singular there if you notice that. The blessing of the Lord has made us rich and He'll add no sorrow to it. Now go to Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. And everybody knows this. They quote it all the time. But my God shall supply all your need. Now the word need there is a Greek word that means to declare. Whatever you declare, Job 22 and 28 says, you declare a thing and God will establish what you declare. It's very important for you and I to speak and say the right thing. But my God shall supply all your all your need, the word need declare, according to the riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I receive the gift to know and understand the kingdom of God. So how do we do that? How do we understand the kingdom? How do we manifest the kingdom? Well, the Bible says you got so many people believe the kingdom's coming. Well, the Bible's very plain in Luke 17, 21. The kingdom of God is within us. And he said, there's some of you going to be standing here that are not going to see death till you see the coming of the kingdom. So the kingdom has to be on the earth. We've got to take some of this eschatology and, and revamp some of that to understand what God's trying to say to us. Because this is a glorious time for us to be alive. This is a glorious time for us to trust and understand that we have the mind of Christ and we're thinking like God. And if we think like God, then we're going to act like God. If we act like God, we're going to talk like God. If we're going to talk like... What did Jesus say? He said, I only come to say what I hear the Father say, and I only do what I see the Father do. So that's the only things he did. It's what he heard the Father say, and what he, what, that's the only thing he said, and the only thing he did is what he saw the Father do. So I want you to understand today, as you begin to start thinking like God thinks, as you begin to speak like God speaks, you're going to see the results begin to manifest in your life, because what you declare, he's going to establish. Start declaring financial blessings over yourself. Start declaring the favor over yourself. Start declaring the blessings and the favor over your children. Start declaring these things and watch what God does because He's the beauty of grace.